Welcome to the Unstoppable Real Estate Agents Podcast. I'm your host and real estate productivity expert, Kim Hughes. Join me as we focus on real strategies and implement real solutions designed for you to achieve major success in your business and life while getting you organized. Hi, everybody. It's Kim Hughes, and today we're going to talk about when you go from um, being with a current your current brokerage and you decide that you want to go to a new one, these are the things that we want to talk about before you make that move and the things that you need to make sure you take care of during that move to the new brokerage. There's quite a checklist here. So what we have decided to do is create you a little checklist um, so that you can look at it and make sure that if you are one of those agents that are currently in the process of looking for a new brokerage or you are in the process of moving to a new brokerage, um, this will be a great checklist for you to make sure that you don't miss anything. And then if you Maybe you're that agent that says, you know what, I'm happy where I am. I'm never going to move, but you still want the checklist because you never know what might happen. And, you know, you don't know what opportunities are going to be in your future. So always be prepared. So I would like for everybody to download the checklist and just file it away if you don't need it right now. But there will be a day that you might or you might can pass it on to someone else. So the first thing that we always ask when you talk to us about moving your brokerage is, you know, what are the pros and cons of doing that? You know, what do you have to do with your current brokerage in order to make the transition go smoothly? So the first thing you want to do is, of course, review the contract that you have with the brokerage or with the franchise, you know, depending on who your broker is. Um once you have reviewed that, make sure you look for any, um, I'm not going to call them loopholes, but you know, any details that you may forgotten about, didn't know about, but make sure you read that contract very carefully because there could be something in there about you moving to a new brokerage. You know, you may be tied in for a certain amount of time. You may have to give up all your listings. You may have to do a hundred things. And then again, it could be a very smooth transition where you don't have to do any of those things. So let's just kind of talk about what we want you to make sure that you are aware of. So of course, like I said, read the contract that you have with your brokerage slash franchise, and then sit down and create a letter of resignation. You know, being an entrepreneur, self-employed, um, do you have to do that? Not really, but it's common courtesy to type up a, a, res, a um, um, resignation or that you're leaving the, the brokerage. You always want a paper trail. You don't want anything verbal that can come back on you. So make sure that you type up a little, you know, exit email, um, I mean, letter. And then when you schedule your appointment with your broker, Make sure you take that with you, take your contract with you, take anything else that you might need to refer to during that conference that you're having with the broker. And then when you sit down with the broker, you know, you don't want to leave on bad terms. So whatever the guidelines are for you to leave, you need to adhere to. Um, 
it gets a little sticky with listings. So if you currently have listings with this brokerage and they won't let you carry them over to the new brokerage, then just stick it out, you know, um, wait until you close those properties and, and then don't take any new ones until you move over or have an agreement with your current broker that, you know, this is my exit strategy and this is my deadline. This is the date that I will be leaving. Um, and then work it out that if you can take listings after that over to the new brokerage. So it's a lot of red tape, um, in my opinion, because you've got to make sure that you, you know, dot your I's and cross your T's. So make sure that you are looking at everything. And if you don't feel that you're the best person to follow all those, you know, to look at everything and follow the details, then get someone to help you. Um, better safe than sorry. I have seen in my 24 years of doing this, I have seen agents leave and it's come back to bite them because they didn't do something or the broker got upset. Um, you know, there was bad blood between them, you know, so let's don't do that. There's enough nonsense going on in the world right now that you don't need that in your professional life. So let's just make sure that you schedule that time with your broker and you have a conversation about, you know, why you're leaving. Um, you know, you are self-employed, so you have the right to go to another brokerage or create your own brokerage. But you need to make sure that you sit down and have a good conversation with the broker you're with now so that there's just no hard feelings with y'all or with anybody else in the office. And then you've got to ask them, you know, about your listings. How did those, how does that work? It could be in your contract. Y'all might just have a verbal on it, but make sure that whatever y'all decide in that meeting, you type it up and you both sign it, date it, and if necessary, get it notarized. Um, I know that sounds a little extreme, but believe me, you'll be glad that you did in the future. Um, the second thing that you might want to talk about is your database, um, your leads. Um, you know, if your database is intermingled with the brokerage, meaning, um, if your database is in with them to send out a monthly newsletter, um, anything like that, you want to start trying to pull your database out of that so they can't market to that database. But again, you have to look at your contract and have that conversation with the broker on what did you agree to on that database. Then we want you to um, look at all your current marketing materials. Do you need a new branding? Um, you're going to have to take all of those materials and rebrand them with your new brokerage. So make sure you have the logos that you need, the photos that you have. They're clean. They're crisp. They're high resolution. Um, that works for web, um, internet, and mail. So make sure you get that done. And then, you know, any financial matters that you need to settle, ensure that you have taken those steps to um, handle those financial matters with the current brokerage, such as your commissions, your fees, etc. cetera. Um, you know, I've seen brokerages where, you know, they've held the commission. They've said you don't get the commission because you left, whatever that may be. So make sure that whatever your agreement is, I'm going to say it a hundred million times, write it down, have everybody sign it. Very, very important. And then um, make sure that you transfer your license. Of course, you need to know what those guidelines are, what the requirements are to move your license to the new brokerage.
And then with your new brokerage, you know, one of the things that I hope you've done is talk to this new brokerage about what kind of training do they offer? What kind of perks do they offer you? And those two things may be the reason why you're leaving the current brokerage going to the new one. So just make sure that you understand what they're going to do. You may not be a brand new agent, but you're a new agent to their brokerage. So what you want to do is make sure that any training that they offer on the new brokerage, you take it. Don't just assume you know it because um, I'm dealing with three bro- three agents right now that are moving to a new brokerage and they thought they had something in the training and once they got over, they real it's not there. So sometimes a broker... You know, I'm not going to say they're misleading you, um, but they may not be clear on what kind of training they're going to offer or what kind of support they're going to offer you when you make this transition. So just make sure you understand exactly what you're going to get as a new agent with the new brokerage. What are they going to do? Because you're going to have to be trained in their systems and in their processes. So make sure you understand that. And if they give you a checklist, a manual or something, make sure you you take the time to read it. And if you have somebody helping you with all of this, make sure they read it because they will catch things that you haven't caught. Um, we we were able to save a client like $15,000 about, mm, about 10 years ago. And it was a little bitty, you know, little era that was made, but it was a costly era. And when she came to me and said, oh, this happened. And I said, oh, wait, nope, nope, it did not happen because we have it in writing and we have y'all both signing it and it was notarized. So the broker had forgotten and it was not malicious or anything, but it was just, you know, top of mind. And again, I'm just going to say that. Any training that this brokerage is going to offer you, um, I would highly recommend that you take it because it will hopefully teach you the new brokerage guidelines, um, their expectations and everything. So just keep in mind that new agent training isn't always for a brand new agent. It's also for an agent that is seasoned, but moving to the new brokerage. So just be smart about it, you know, and know what you're doing, know what the brokerage expectations are, because every brokerage is going to be different. So just make sure you know what those are. And then um, we talked about updating your marketing materials. Now, the next thing is you need to talk to your broker and decide you know, you need to tell your database that you have moved to the new brokerage. So you need to make sure that your broker doesn't have anything in his agreement with you that says that that database is now his or that you can't market to that database until it's official. So just make sure you know what those timelines are so that nothing comes back to haunt you. And while we're talking about that, let's talk about when you do market to your database, letting them know that you've moved to the new brokerage. Um, most people don't really know who you're with. So don't make a big deal about it, but do let them know. So, you know, it could be that you send out an email, you know, announcing it, saying effective, you know, January 1st, 2024. You know, I will be um, working with ABC uh, Realty. And the benefits of me moving will be um, in your best interest and give them some highlights of what that means to the client. You know, why did you move to this new brokerage and what are the benefits to them? 
Um, that would be a really good thing to do and give a little history about the brokerage. Um, you know, maybe some stats in the, in the local area, because as we all know, some brokerages are better known in some markets than in, um, others. So just make sure that if you're with a brokerage that is either new and upcoming or maybe not as, as, as familiar, um, with your, with your market that you talk about the brokerage itself. And, you know, so the key things is talk about the, the brokerage, what it has to offer, why you move to that new brokerage, the benefits to the client and, you know, how excited you are. So make sure you cover that. And I would always say that, you know, that first e-blast that goes out, then you may want to send maybe one or two more. So like when you send out your market stats, you might say, and by the way, just as a reminder, I am now with ABC Realty and we are located at and you, but my email, my website, everything has stayed the same, you know, make sure that they feel comfortable and you are answering their questions before they even know to ask them. That is good customer service right there. So then we want to talk to the broker about transferring your listings. Every brokerage is going to have a different agreement. Every agent is going to have a different, um, you know, there may be a rule in place, but some rules are going to be bent, you know, in this area. So make sure you sit down, talk to your broker about what current listings you have and what buyers that you have now and how that will look when you make that transfer to the new brokerage. Um, you know, it may be in your best interest to not take on any new listings or any new buyers um, based on that agreement that you have with the old brokerage. So just kind of know what you're doing and kind of strategize the best way to exit and get into the new one and then move those listings over. Um, if you have someone helping you, like what we do is we go through and take inventory and monitor it and, you know, work with the brokerage, the current brokerage that you're with, and then help you make sure that, you know, you're making, you're, you're crossing all your T's and again, dotting all those I's. Um, now you, whether you are a one-year agent or a 30-year agent, you probably have systems. And if you don't, you should. Um, but the systems that you're currently using with the brokerage um, may change. So if you go from ABC Mortgage, I mean, uh, Realty Group over to EFG Realty Group, you may be required to use certain systems that their brokerage has. So for example, we are moving a, uh, an agent to a new brokerage. And one of the things that they use in their transactions is a, a program called SkySlope. Well, she's never used it before because the current the brokerage that she's with doesn't require that. They require something else. So she has to learn the new program. So when you are looking at this new brokerage, make sure you talk to them about what systems do they have already in place that you can look at and create based on what you do customized for your business. And then what programs do they need um, for you to learn to use. So that way you can get ahead of the eight ball on that and be ready because you've already done your training. And most of these programs that brokerages use, there's tons of tutorials, YouTube, um, the brokerage probably will have training on it as well. But don't, I'm going to say this and then I'm going to follow it up, but don't ever assume let somebody else learn the program on your behalf and run the program on your behalf without you knowing that program. 
Meaning if you have never used, and I'm just going to use Skyslope as an example. If you've never used it and you have an assistant um, or you have a real estate virtual assistant, they will know that program. Like we know pretty much 99% of all the real estate programs out there, but you don't. And so we will tell you, hey, you don't know Skyslope? We do. So let me make you a couple of tutorials um, or let's spend about an hour and get you familiar with it so that you know how to use it in case something comes up and you need to get in there before and I'm not available. Um, maybe I'm on vacation. Maybe um, it's the holidays and you're revamping your systems and you know this is part of it. So you always want to make sure that you know your own programs, even though you may not use them yourself. Okay. Very important. Okay. Then, um, after you join the new brokerage, make sure that you update all of your profiles, meaning all across social media. Now, some of these programs you will have access to, but then there's some that are free and they pick them up just because you're an agent. And if that's the case and you're like, well, how do they have my information? You might reach out and let them know that you have changed um, brokerages and that information needs to be updated. So, for example, if you have social media, you will need to go in and update all your social media accounts. Um, you will need to update your MLS information, your um, association information. Um, if you have designations like CRS, SRES, um, you'll need to go into those accounts and change all that information as well. Now, this is why we're giving you the checklist so that you um can have that as a visual as you're working through it. Because I think that sometimes it can get very overwhelming when you're moving to a new brokerage and things get overlooked. So just make sure that you follow the checklist that we're offering. And then that way you have all your bases covered. Now, I'm going to say that this checklist is not going to be a hundred percent, but it's going to give you a good guideline. So I'm going to say it's probably about a 90% checklist because every agent's going to have different things. And we just tried to capture what we know that you need to go in and do, but then there may be extras and all you need to do is print it out, add to it, and then file that into your folders for future reference. Because you know what? In five years, you may change a brokerage again. I don't recommend it, but if you do, then you'll have that checklist to fall back on and make sure you don't forget anything. Then the other thing that you want to do is promote the move. So promote in your farm area, promote it on social media, promote it into your database, let your past clients know, let your vendors know, um, you know, your plumbers, your electricians, your title companies, um, anybody that you do business with that um, has to do with what you are involved in with your clients. So that means your stagers, your mortgage lender, um, oh my gosh, your housekeepers, your landscapers, etc. So just make sure that you update them on what's going on with your business, because if they work with you, they need to know that, but then they also need to know. So if they just, if they want to refer someone to you. And then, um, you know, again, we're going to organize all your marketing materials. So just make sure that you have um, everything updated. So most people in today's market or in today's world will use Canva. So all you have to do is just go into Canva, change out the information, and you should be good to go. But if you have old 
marketing materials that were created, you know, like in Publisher or in PowerPoint or Word. You need to go in and update all of that and then update your signature line and your email address. Um, business cards and, and everything. I mean, some of this stuff you already know, but just putting it out there just so you don't forget. Um, again, I want you to sit down with the broker, review the policies of the new brokerage, make sure that you're familiar with all of the policies and the procedures. And if you have an assistant or if you have a team, um, make sure they have a copy of that because they need to know what those policies are as well, because they're working for you in your best behalf on your best you know, behalf. So if you will do that, then um, as you are updating, you know, your business, then you can implement these new policies into it. And then if you do any type of networking, which I'm hoping that you do, make sure that you add um, that when you attend these networking events and or meetings, you know, that you also make sure as you talk to people that already know you, don't assume that they know that you have already moved to the new brokerage or that you're moving. Make sure you tell them. And then, you know, you might make a note and promote that within your network as well. Um, the other thing that I find that's really important is that you need to evaluate your performance. So when you leave the current brokerage, um, make sure you kind of look at maybe the last couple of years. Um, I know that, you know, the last two or three years have been kind of a crazy. So, you know, can you really go by those stats? Yeah, you can a little bit, but kind of look at your performance overall and see where you feel like you can improve now that you're with this new brokerage and where you may find that you need some help in that performance so that you can get the right people to help you, whether it's your broker, um, the director of operations, um, your assistant, your team, whatever that may be. So just make sure that you are ready to adapt to that new environment. And, you know, and then after you've moved to the new brokerage, I would say after the first year, kind of a give yourself an evaluation and compare yourself to what did I do with this new brokerage that I could have done with the old brokerage? Where can I make improvements? Where did I really stand out? What was really working? So that way, you know, every year how you can make it better. Okay. So with all that, I just want you to remember that this transition between, you know, uh, brokerages can be a huge change in your life. So it's going to either be a positive and it's great because you're organized or it can be a fiasco because you are running around with your head cut off because you don't know what you're doing and there's nobody out there to help you decide which what you need to do for your business. So make sure that this new brokerage can help you or your assistant can help you do that. But the most important thing is to stay organized, communicate effectively with your clients, and both your old and your new brokerages is essential for this successful move that you can make that's going to be a huge difference to your business going forward. So again, um, you know, when you change to a new brokerage, you know, it, it doesn't have to be a headache. You just need to be aware of what you've got to do with the old brokerage to move to the new brokerage and what the new brokerage um, needs from you. And 
make sure that when you look at that contract with the new brokerage, that what is that exit strategy as well? Because even though you're new with the brokerage and you're thinking, oh, I'll never move again, you don't know what could happen down the road. So just know what that contract's telling you for the future, you know, so that, you know, future Kim knows what she's going to be doing if she wants to change brokerages and what I have to do and make sure you stay on top of what the new brokerage guidelines are as you stay with them. Because if you're with them for 10 years, those policies will probably change. So just know, you know, make sure you're legal, make sure you're organized, make sure you have everything flowing over to the new one very efficiently. And don't wait until you've signed the paperwork to tell your assistant that you're making the move because she needs to be involved in your decision-making process. She's going to ask you questions that you may not have thought about because your assistant is working on the back end of your business where you're working on the front. So she's probably going to come up with things that you may not have thought about. So just make sure you have that conversation and have that support system around you when you do make this move so that it goes smoothly and there's no problems and no legal issues on top of that. So with that said, um, go ahead, click in the link in my bio, in the uh, show notes. It will take you to the checklist. And then, like I said, use it now, print it, use it, or, um, you know, save it for a future reference, you know, just have it on file for your future and put it in your policy and procedure manual or put it in your operations manual um, so that you have it going forward. And then if you have a team, you need to know how you're moving with that team from the old to the new. Um, and then what are your contracts going to look like with your new team? If you're building a team, you need to know what that contract would look like between them and you. So, you know, there's a lot here and you you can get there's so much that there's so many moving parts is what I should say that you need to be really focused and organized on what's going on. And, you know, I think it's great if you are not happy where you are or you find a better opportunity with another brokerage. I think that's what it's all about. I mean, you are self-employed. You're an entrepreneur. You can do that. So just make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. And if there's anything we can help you with in making this transition, you know, please reach out to us. We do this all the time with our agents. And we have seen some fiascos because nobody told us that they were moving until after the fact. And it caused problems with the old brokerage. Um, but then again, you know, um, you do what's right for you and you involve the people that's right for you. And if there's anything we can do, just make sure you reach out, download the checklist. And I would really appreciate it that if you enjoyed this podcast, if you would share it, if you are listening to it on your favorite platform, uh, podcast platform, if you will give us a, a like and a review, we would really appreciate it. Thanks so much. And we'll talk to you next week.